Hello and welcome to Middle School Sucks, a guide to finding compassion for adolescents. Before we get into this episode, I just wanted to talk about a few sources that I've found for middle school students that might be helpful for teaching anti-racism and teaching the history of systemic racism. I'm going to include all of these and links in an Instagram post on my Instagram account, which is at middle school sucks pod, P-O-D. The first resource I've found is for educators. It's called Don't Say Nothing. It's a very, very helpful article on teaching race in school. The second article that I found and website resource is for educators, parents, and students, and it's called Talking About Race. There's different parts of the website for each of those groups of people. The third resource is uh, an article that I'm sharing with two of the students that I tutor. It's called Violent Protests Are Not the Story, Police Violence Is, and it's on Vox.com. Another video that I found is called The Symbols of Systemic Racism, which is a very good introductory TED Talk, and that's on YouTube. And there's a bunch more classroom resources uh, on a website called edweek.org. And again, I will be putting all of those links in an Instagram post for this episode in just a minute. So it'll already be out by the time that you listen to this. I hope that you enjoy this episode. It is an interview with one of my past students who is now a rising 10th grade student. Please enjoy the podcast and please keep fighting and talking about anti-racism resources and learning and educating ourselves and protesting. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Middle School Sucks, a guide to finding compassion for adolescents. Today, I am joined by another special guest that I am super excited about. His name is Noah. He is a previous student at the middle school that I worked at, and now he is about to be a 10th grade student in high school. So uh, welcome, Noah. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. It's so nice to be able to talk to you on this platform. Um, I feel really lucky that me and you and and your mom have all sort of stayed connected um, in bits and pieces since you graduated. Um, Man, I just always remember you as being uh, one of the first experiences of actual student life for for me when I first started uh, at the school. I guess that was two years ago and you were an eighth grader. Um, and you were just so friendly and nice and welcoming. So thank you for welcoming me in that way. Um, and I'm glad that we stay connected. Yeah, I guess I was um, just that one guy that would always hang out at the front desk, just making conversation with all with everybody there. So it's probably why. <laughs> yeah, that was, I think you were one of the first names that I ever learned because of that. I just remember like, my other coworkers up front being like, oh yeah, that's Noah, you know. <laughs> he's normal, he, he's, he's the hero all the time. <laughs> yep, yep. And then um, I remember also you being the judge for the Halloween costume contest uh, yes. that year. That was a really good memory. I remember that. <laughs> Do you have any desire of talking about that? You know yeah, sure, why not? Um, so yeah, I was in class actually and uh, it was the end of third, or was it second period, I believe, because at the middle school that I was at, uh, after second period, I think it is, it's uh, nutrition break time. You have like 15 mm-hmm. minutes and you get to get up and talk with your friends, eat snacks, whatever, before third period. And I had my name like on the list of call downs for the office after coming down there. I, I mean, ugh. 
I had my name. I can't speak today. Uh, I had my <laughs> name called out on the uh, PA saying, like, come down to the office. And I was like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. What, what's going to what's happening? Like, what did I do this time? Uh, and then they're like, hey, Noah, so it's almost Halloween. And right when they said that, I was like, oh, thank God, I'm not in trouble. Okay. And then I started listening more <laughs> intently. They said it's like almost Halloween. We're creating this like costume contest and we're like styling it America's Got Talent style. And do you want to be Tyra Banks? I'm like, me being Tyra Banks, I'm, I, 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 I was a 15 year old guy and they wanted me to be Tyra Banks. I was like, sure, let's do it. So I ended up. Uh, dressing up as Tyra Banks, I had a whole dress on, I had makeup on, I had fake lashes on, I had a wig. I went all out, and I was the uh, judge Tyra Banks for our America's Got Talent style uh, costume contest. It was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, you really did go all out. You you went for it. Like I feel like I could envision you like being in that room talking to the principal or the dean or whoever was the one who gave you that info and just being like, you know what, <laughs> this is my moment. Right. Um, the pictures are fantastic. I still like whoever took pictures for that did a great job of the angles and you had heels I on too, had didn't you? like nine inch heels on and boy, did my feet hurt. It was, Oh wow. I have so much more respect for people who have heels on. Even yeah. I don't like to wear heels. <laughs> avoid at all costs um man yeah no that was a really great moment though and i feel like the whole school too was just so into it i mean halloween is just like a great time to you know be with your classmates in general anyway like when everybody's dressing up and i feel like in middle school you still tend to dress up for it even in high school sometimes and it just is like a, a huge community event especially at that school um yeah, but so, okay, you mentioned for a second there <laughs> that you were worried that you were going to get in trouble. So was that something that happened to you frequently at the, at, wow, hold up, <laughs> at the middle school? Was that something that happened frequently to you, getting in trouble? Um, well, I can't say I don't have a clean, wait, I can't say I have a clean record, but it's <laughs> not like it would happen every day, you know? So I wasn't a horrible child there, but... I, I I did do my fair share of exploring of what I can and can't do, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting to me. Um, I like, would you be okay with continuing to talk about this topic for yeah, a minute? Um, I'm trying to think of a specific time that I got in trouble that I could tell about. Okay. Yeah. I guess I do have one if that's all right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I was, I was going to, play a prank on the teacher and uh i took my bluetooth speaker in my bag and i started playing a song like in the middle of work time thinking they would be funny and that didn't go the way it was planned <laughs> to oh, say the least. <laughs> so i take it that the the teacher was not pleased with the she, speaker not, not, no i don't i wouldn't say that's the correct way to describe her <laughs> was that in eighth uh, grade yes i believe it was it was in eighth grade mm -hmm. do you think the majority of your time kind of uh messing with the law <laughs> happened in eighth grade I feel, or was it sort of yeah. i feel like that in seventh and eighth grade is really like in sixth grade i was still 
a kid who was really innocent and didn't really want to explore. But once once I went into seventh and eighth grade, that was really my time as a, like a child growing up and kind of testing real. No, I wouldn't say boundaries, but like seeing what I would like to do and exploring myself as like my interests in a way. And along the way, I pushed it too far and got in trouble. But all in all, I feel like it was just a good learning experience, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, do you think that you it was like pretty valuable for you to push those limits? I think limits? it's always valuable to push those limits. Uh, I think that you'll need to think of the consequences by doing so. But if you think that it's not going to be a terrible consequence, I feel like pushing limits and seeing how far you can go uh, can sometimes be a good thing to do, if you know what I mean. Right, like building right, character right. and figuring out who you are as a person, too, can go hand in hand right. with that. Mm -hmm. Especially you being an extroverted person, oh, I yes. could see that. Um, yeah, it's just always interesting to me to talk to, um, I mean, other kiddos and, and other people who, like, had experience <laughs> kind of breaking the rules like that. Because personally, when I was a middle schooler, I was a complete, like, have you heard of the D.A.R.E. program? Uh, I can't say I have, no. Okay, it was this terrible, terrible, not evidence-based program that was, like, it was, like, D.A.R.E. to resist okay, drugs. Yeah. Um and it was just not like the way I currently now work for um, an evidence-based program called the Life Skills Program that um, does like prevention, like violence and, and drug abuse prevention. And that's all evidence-based. Um, and but comparing that program to like what we would get in the D.A.R.E. program is just it's completely different. Like essentially the D.A.R.E. program was like, all right, like, what are you going to say to this guy who's telling you to, to smoke drugs? You're going to just say no. <laughs> like, that was the whole basis was uh -huh. like, just say no. Um, but like, as a middle schooler, like, I just felt like, I think it was because, um, mostly because my brother uh, had some run-ins with the law as like a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. Um, I think seeing that and then like also the D.A.R.E. program just like using scare tactics like made me the most like law-abiding 6th, 7th, and 8th grader. Like I was the just like <laughs> the prodigal. In the school. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like the one who didn't even know what alcohol was. <laughs> so, but I feel like um, like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade are like typically the times that you like really do start like getting introduced to that kind of stuff and like just like more adult stuff that like you might not necessarily be prepared to handle yet. And like depending on what your program's like, you might not be totally equipped to deal with it yet. But um, I mean, it's like nice to to see that like you as a as a person have just developed so much and like you know you got to break the rules a little bit to like you know in order to understand like you know just yourself and like what you should do in life and like maybe what you shouldn't do and i don't know those lines are so right. blurred i feel like but, that yeah. for anybody knowing yourself is an extremely good uh characteristic if you know yourself you know who you want to be in life you know you want to do this and that and it makes decisions so much easier and i feel like that's another motivation of me going and testing the boundaries is because i wanted to figure out who i was as a person you know and seventh and eighth grade is 
kind of the perfect time for that. You're in trans in your you're in transition. You're not an elementary kid. You're not an elementary kid, uh, but you're about to get into high school. So it's more just like the time to learn about yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you think there were any other things that also enabled you to sort of discover who you are or are becoming? Um, I guess friends in a way, because if you have that one really good set of friends or even that one good friend, it always helps you feel more relaxed and kind of enables you to find yourself more, if that makes sense. But I guess, yeah, if, if mm-hmm. I could choose one thing that really helped is having a good close set of friends yeah did you make that good close set of friends in middle school so i know a lot of people made their good uh friends in middle school and although i did make friends in middle school i've always had my best friend since uh elementary school and i've just like stuck with him ever since and we're still friends so yeah that's so sweet. Did you guys go to the same middle school no, or did you go to a different school? we went to different school? schools. Um, he went to a different one across town where I went to the one in the south of town. And uh, I ended up kind of regretting it. I kind of wanted to go to the school that he went to because that was the school that everyone went to. But I also did have good experiences mm-hmm. at the school that I went to. So I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be those thoughts, but I guess I'm curious about, like, how did you guys end up maintaining well, that friendship? Well, for one, it's nice that he lives, like, a five-minute bike ride away from my house, so it's really easy to meet up with each other, but I guess we just kept hanging out, and I guess that's the thing that kept our friendships alive, in a way. Right, that's awesome. So, like, just keeping yeah. up with the communication... Um, and I take it you probably both uh, had cell no, phones. No, actually, I got my cell phone at the end of eighth grade, actually, as a birthday present. My birthday is in the summer, um, so I only recently got my phone. He's had a phone for a while, but I always communicated him with him through my home phone. I, like, memorized all my friends' numbers, and it's kind of some useless things, but I have a lot of useless numbers in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's awesome. Um, because I don't know, that's pretty similar to my experience. Like when I was in middle school too, I didn't have a cell phone that I used all the time. Not until I right. started walking to school. But um yeah, but that's like that's pretty cool and also not common anymore, I feel like, to not have a cell phone at that age. Like what what was your experience like just like honestly not owning a smartphone well, in middle um... school? I definitely was jealous. I kept asking my parents for a phone. I was like, Mom, Dad, please, can I get a phone? They, they stuck persistent and gave me a phone when I turned uh, 15, just like, my, uh, just like they did with my sister. Um, and yeah, yeah it was, I, I guess I was, I was a little jealous, but at the same time, I found my way around. I, if I needed to contact anyone, um, I could memorize their phone number or I could just ask them uh, in person. And if I needed to contact my parents, I would just like ask a person for their phone. You know, it wasn't a huge deal. I got by. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I feel like that teaches some good like resourcefulness skills. (laughs) Yeah. What about like, I guess 
I see a lot of middle schoolers, like both at the middle school that I worked at and also when I was a camp counselor who like utilize things like Snapchat and Instagram to like communicate with each other. It can become a terrible detriment, but it can also be like kind of useful. Um, I don't know. Um, how did you like, did, did you ever use other people's Snapchats or anything or like, or like how did you um, stay connected, I guess, with yeah, like, the so, people that uh, you were in class sometimes with? Sometimes I would download Instagram on like my computer. I don't know if you know this, but both Windows and like uh, Chrome OS supports Instagram on their uh, operating system. So I could always get someone's Instagram and do it on my computer when I get home. Um, I also did have a Snapchat when I didn't have a phone. I would just use I would just use a friend's <laughs> phone uh, to like log into my Snap and Snap there. So that's yeah. a smart workaround. I like that. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I just think that that's kind of cool. That like I don't know. That's um, I've also I've seen some middle schoolers, uh, and I only know this because of the tiny lost and found box in the office. But like that have like right. flip phones still, which I just think is awesome and <laughs> amazing well, that those you even say that. Exist. I did forget. I used um, to have one of those QWERTY uh, like keyboard slide out phones. You know the ones that you like turn landscape mode and like a keyboard flies out of it. Yeah. I did have that for a while, um, and then that broke. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. Well, it sounds I like was. you were I was pretty, pretty resourceful. resourceful kid. I could do whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I also feel like that probably sort of like shield could have shielded you from like, I don't know how much bullying was actually happening year year, but any of like the kind of bullying that would happen via social media and stuff like that, though you're saying that like you still had it on your computer. I feel like not having the the super easy access of it at your fingertips all the time might have been somewhat of a protector. And I also don't know like about your experience. Like, did you have or experience like any sort of bullying you know, while you were in middle school? Everybody is going to run into their fair share, uh, whether it be like uh, cyberbullying or in person, physical, or whatever, I feel like everybody's going to encounter it at one point in their uh, middle school career. Um, I personally didn't run into too much of it. In sixth grade, there were some mean eighth graders, but it, it wasn't something that was very awful. It wasn't something that really needed attention, you know, because it wasn't huge. Uh, and then mm -hmm. after that, there was nothing really. Yeah, I, I got pretty lucky, wow. I think. Did you have any pranks that were successful <laughs> that didn't get I you did, sensitive? I did, <laughs> okay. In French class, uh, we managed... Okay, this isn't a huge prank, but it made the whole class happy for a day. We had a substitute, right? And uh, the substitute was just told to play mm -hmm. a movie because that's what subs do when they're subbing a class. They, the teacher doesn't make it hard for them. They play a movie. And we convinced the uh, sub that uh, she could play the movie in English and have French subtitles. So we just watched a normal movie in French. It was kind of fun. It wasn't an amazing prank, but like <laughs> we got to watch a movie and I call that a win. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, if I could, I would ask you more about French class, <laughs> but I am afraid that that would... Um... Offensive, uh, <laughs> interesting stuff. <laughs> 
inflammatory. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, well, the new, do you know um, the new teacher is like uh, actually French? I heard a couple things about the new French teacher. I think I heard that. I don't know. I just remember having the uh, substitute yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking, I mean, I know that you heard like with um, the last student that I was interviewing about just like what might contribute to the school being such a nice and friendly environment. Um, because yeah, I mean like just the amount of bullying that I've witnessed or heard about there. And, and I tended to have like all eyes and ears on things at all times, just because of my position. Um, but it, it just like, didn't seem like a super significant issue. Like it would happen, like you're saying, like sometimes, and it'd usually be little issues that came up. Sometimes it would be like larger issues that like we would need to like close the whole office to address. Um, but usually it was pretty quiet in terms of bullying, uh, definitely compared to my experience in a public school. Um, and like, I'm just wondering if you have any ideas on what you think personally might contribute to that school um, just having yeah, less so amounts of honestly, bullying. When I went to uh, the school, that the middle school, I feel like that most of the said bullying uh, is people who like know each other and are in an argument and one of them gets mean, you know, and they don't back off or one of them's condescending mm -hmm. and then that hurts another person's feeling. It's never really the classic movie ki uh, kid that like picks on random uh nerd small children because they can and like shakes them down for their lunch money it's mm -hmm. in my experience at least it's probably just uh like friend feuds that turn mean i don't know yeah yeah no i can i can definitely see that do you think that there are like clicks at that school sorry yeah, that wasn't um, clear <laughs> let's see. like i i do believe that there are friend groups uh in the school that I went to that people find their own groups of people. And I mean, you can probably see it in the cafe at lunch where uh, our tables are popularized by friend groups. Like there's no one really sitting alone, but there are little clusters of groups of people eating lunch together. So yeah, if that addresses your question. Yeah, yeah, I guess, like, it just seems to me, like, from an outsider's, like, not student perspective that, um, like, there are social groups, like what you're saying, but it's not super clicky, like, it's not super, like, yeah, no. exclusionary. Um, yeah, yeah, like, were you, did you have friends in other um, grade I levels? I did, I didn't really have friends in the upper grade levels, but I did have friends uh, in one grade level below me i had art class with a couple of them and i think i actually just hang out hung out with them a couple days ago so yeah i do nice is that the current eighth grader now Correct, yes. to be ninth graders oh so sweet yeah they're a, they're a really lovely class of, of people yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, your class I loved as well. Like, uh, in general, eighth grade is my favorite grade, uh, just because I feel like it ends up being a lot easier to 
communicate and like really connect on a genuine level because by the time you're in eighth grade you're sort of understanding like a little bit of who you are and like you also right. still have room to change and, and grow and learn as we all do um, but I just feel like it ends up being a little bit more like approachable um, personally I don't know I have trouble communicating with children that are younger than age 10 <laughs> and, and eighth grade is like that perfect like right. sweet spot but Okay, so is that who uh, you were playing no, the movie with? it was a different substitute. With? It was a real substitute. It was, it was in the first it. semester. So. Oh, okay. oh, gotcha. That's still awesome. I love it. Um, did you have any, like, uh, wait, actually, were you a member um, of any clubs? Let's see. I never were, was, like, a uh, constant member of any clubs. If something seemed interesting and I was in the mood, I'd go for the day, for the lunch period. Uh, for instance, like art had a free art day at the end of the uh, uh, at the lunch period on Fridays, I believe, and I I always like to go in there and like make something on the uh, oh god, what is it called? Make something on like the clay spinner. What is that called? I'm the wheel. Thank you. Oh, yeah, the, the wheel, wheel is the wheel. <laughs> nice. Did. <laughs> Did you do any so sports? So actually, yes. I just remembered that I played uh, basketball for the middle school. Um, it was actually the coach was my former French teacher as well. And although we weren't good, it was a pretty fun time. Mm -hmm. That was. Was that eighth basketball. grade basketball? Nice. So that was like a like an actual deal because I feel like sixth and seventh grade, like the intramural sports are not as serious. But then when you're actually when you're in eighth grade, you right. play, other, play teams other teams at other teams schools, at other right? schools. But for me, it's always a game. I'm never super like competitive and I'm not looking to do it for high school and college. So <laughs> I, I kind of just played to have fun. Mm hmm. Yeah, I understand that. Um, were, were there ever teams that you were competing against that oh, were competitive oh yeah, towards you guys? There were a few teams that just completely destroyed us. Uh, like we might not have even gotten a, <laughs> one basket, but it, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It, we all had fun at the end of the day. <laughs> nice, <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, did you guys yes, win any games that you remember? One or two. Uh, and we, everyone was on nice. the team was very surprised. And we were like, oh my god, guys, we actually won a game. Whoa. <laughs> oh my gosh. Man, that is like a stark comparison. Do you oh remember the 8th grade girls volleyball team that butt. year? Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. I think they like they did some sort of championship that was right when I started at the school so I don't remember that much but I remember that being like a huge right. deal and I was just so proud <laughs> like a proud mom without even <laughs> having any basis to be a mom yet <laughs> but um do you have any like you know, favorite classes that you remember math teacher throughout all three years of uh, the middle school that I went to and I feel like that I, I liked math the most. I It definitely wasn't the strongest class, but being able to figure out something and like have a solution and it all makes sense, it, it's really good for me. I like that. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that's why I liked math the best as far as the core classes went. 
That's it great. Was, yes. was it the teacher who retired? Oh, so sweet. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. I unfortunately didn't um, get the chance to get to know yeah, her that really much, great. but she seemed awesome and just really she was funny. good. Mm -hmm. um, did you learn anything, I guess, uh, about the style of learning that, that you learned? <laughs> wow. <It's> <laughs> that you learned you best with? Let's see. <laughs> I I guess so. Yeah. So if you're asking what I learned about me as a learner, right? Um, I am a yeah really yeah. I'm a really visual learner. So I I, I and audio uh, audio learner. What is that called? Uh, is there a word? Auditory. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm an auditory, auditory and uh, visual learner. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, if I'm reading a book, I'll have to go over it a couple times uh, to really take in what I'm reading. Like if I read a sentence, I'll have to reread it maybe a couple times. But it really helps me if I have like an audio book along with that book. So then I can read it, I can see it, and I can hear it. And it's it, that's what helps me as far as books, you know? And uh, yeah, I guess that's just my learning style is auditory and visual. Awesome. What do you think contributed to you uh, learning that um, about yourself well, through middle school? I don't know. It was just all. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't really say uh, for sure. Mm. I, I remember first trying an audiobook and actually realizing that hey that's kind of cool um and then once mm -hmm. i started being more hyper in class i i started being more hyper and uh i found out i had adhd and i went over to this person who like uh who like uh what's it called oh my god <laughs> i'm struggling again uh this person that like diagnoses adhd uh, she did a series of tests and uh, not only figured out that I had ADHD, but also uh, told me that I was a big visual learner and, like, I'm good with, like, uh, spatial, uh, I don't know how to, how to explain it, but... Yeah. yeah, exactly. I understand what you mean, like, spatial reasoning? Uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, how did you were? Well, let me ask this differently. Um, what do you think was like best, like the, the best kind of um, like classroom setup or or types of things that helped you the most? You know, um, honestly, like, personally, with I like to be in the back of the classroom because uh, I've always been like told by the teacher to like stop bouncing my leg or something and, or doing this or doing that. And when I'm in the back of the classroom, I can find ways to do uh, stuff without like distracting anybody. Like for instance, like I could like bounce my leg or I could put my feet up mm -hmm. uh, on another chair in the back because nobody else can see me or something like that. And I don't know, it just tends to help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, are there other tools, too, that you use at home to help manage it? Like, if um, you get distracted you know, from homework or something? It doesn't really happen that much at home. I think it's more on a social basis. Mm. But, yeah, no, I, I can't say I do have anything like that. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, man. So, okay. Um, I'm also curious about like uh, if you have any least favorite classes oh that you had um, during your time in middle school. Let's see. I'm going to have to say in eighth grade, the worst two classes were English and science. Um, I I can't say I was a fan oh, yeah. of either teacher. Um, I had I have interesting mm-hmm. stories from that class, those both classes, but I don't know. I I, I really didn't like either of those classes. <laughs> Would you like to tell a story from from either okay. or both? Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I want to. I just don't Only wanna... if you want to. <laughs> okay. Yes, Gotta yes, think exactly. of the way to convey um, it. <laughs> okay, I guess here's one from science class. Um, the science teacher that I had was very, like, he used the Socratic method to teach. He was a big believer in being able to, like, figure things out by yourself and he would take things kind of too far in his teaching um one time uh my teacher uh told us to go do work in this workbook right and we all grabbed a textbook and i went to him i was like hey i didn't catch you when you said the page number what's the page number to the textbook and he said i don't know what do you think i'm like what do you mean what do i think it's a page number it's a numeric value can you tell me like I don't know. It was like, well, what lesson are we on? And uh, he was hinting at me finding the lesson that we were on, going to the index, and then finding the page number, figuring out the page number for myself. But for the life of me, at that moment in time, I could not figure mm-hmm. out what he was trying for me to do. Like, I couldn't, I didn't know what he was trying to hint at. <laughs> uh, so then I, like, asked my friends, and I was like, guys what's the what's the page number and they saw that i was struggling and they were like we're gonna we're gonna make you struggle too so then they didn't tell me the page number i spent a whole entire period finding the page number i am not kidding and the finally finally when i found the page number finally i sat down i got my paper and the bell rang and i had extra homework for that night Yeah, that's why um, I was not that too is fond cruel. of that. <laughs> yeah, I have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with um, how much the teachers at that school um, like to make everybody independent learners. Like, I do, I do think it's so important. But when you're put on the spot like that, sometimes it's just not like you can't think that fast. Like when you're being put on the spot right. and then under pressure. Um, yeah. But I'm glad you eventually found it. Two minutes before the (laughs) bell rang. (laughs) Did you want to share a story from the other class too, Um, or do you want to leave it at that? No, I don't think so. I think I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't really have stories, much less just not great (laughs) encounters with the teacher in English. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, I asked um, the last student this question, and I'm curious from your perspective, too. How did you feel about beast time? I always thought it was a nice time to kind of relax. You know, we would have our beast days, but then we would also have our beast time. Beast days are really fun. They could, uh, they could, like, 
make you more relaxed. You don't have to do schoolwork for that day. It's a half day. You know, you get to go and go to, go to, uh, what's it called? Um, oh gosh. Um, you could go to, mm, I am, I'm struggling again. You could go to Sweet Cow. Thank you. You could go to Sweet Cow afterwards and stuff like that. It was nice. Um, oh, right. But then Beast Time in the Fridays are nice too. Uh, they, I don't think they're as important because not, although a lot of teachers actually go through the uh, daily slides uh, that we have for the Beast Time, they're, they are teaching important stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some teachers are just more like, let's just have a fun time. So, I feel like depending on whose beast pack you're in, you'll have a different story, you know? Right. So you're kind of relying on like each individual instructor and like kind of just hoping that they're passionate about what they're talking about in terms of the social emotional learning stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, as an, as a beast instructor, that was like something that I I tried really hard to like, I would always read through the things like before and then like think of personal like connections and like make sure that I got everybody talking. (laughs) felt like that was the most important part is like making sure that everybody's like actively involved in the discussion as much as possible and like making it a discussion and not a lecture. Um, Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, well, we did, like, do lots of fun stuff with, like, those Fridays that we had, like, the full, the half days. Um, those were nice. Like, do you have any, like, favorite um, um, service or beast days that I, we did? I think I like the last one, of course, because we had a uh, whole, uh, like, uh, festival. I think we did the festival in seventh grade. I forget what we did in eighth grade. But it, it was, I, I, the last ones are always the the more fun ones because it's the all out one, you know? For sure. Yeah. Are you talking about like the day that there like some go. of you would yeah, go to like the warrior the challenge arena the and like someone go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That one seemed really cool. I loved watching the videos. <laughs> um. Oh man, and I had I was thinking of oh, oh I love uh, did you like the salsa off? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, and I was really happy. <laughs> That's awesome for for anyone listening who does not go to the school or know what we're talking about. The salsa off was a thing that we did every spring, where every group of fifteen students and their um, advisor would make a salsa together like just based on anything kind of I learned really quickly that it didn't actually have to be like tomato salsa there was like a weird like dessert salsa last year like say they might have thought Um, outside the box because there definitely was some that wasn't salsa (laughs) very true Oh man, ours was very loosely salsa because um, I had a particular eighth grader in my group, eighth grade boy, who decided that it'd be a good idea to just blend it all. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. And so I didn't stop him. <laughs> um, but I mean, well, I tried to stop him and then it was too late. And I was like, well, we're in too just deep. I guess we're making a smoothie. <laughs> <of potato chips. laughs> um, Ugh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he definitely he's he spiced up, haha. My my beast pack that year. I actually really enjoyed having him. But um, yeah, man. Um, did you know that we did a, a gingerbread house contest this year? I know. I wish that we had had it for your guys' year, but it was a mess. It took forever to clean up, and uh, our pack had the worst one, arguably, because we had made it, like, so great. Like, we built up all these, like, beautiful, like, rows of houses, and then one by one, right before we had to carry it all the way to um, to the auditorium, <laughs> every single house collapsed, like, one after the other. And then I was like, hmm, how do we make this fun? So we all just started like throwing sprinkles all over it and like icing and like it ended up like, I think that we had more fun than most of the packs that were taking it really seriously because then we were just like eating it and like throwing it all over the place like on the board like it was just it was a good time. Yeah, I think that's uh, so really don't take cool yourself too seriously. The whole serious, point of time is bringing everyone together <laughs> and I even even though you might not have won, I think that's actually kind of perfect because you're bringing everyone together. You're making everybody laugh. And even though uh, the other beast packs were like just grinding, making really cool like gingerbread houses, I think that's cool that you guys got to actually have a better experience making it, even though everything destroyed. <laughs> 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 yeah that's totally my opinion too we had a lot of fun and um i'll have to <clears throat> send you the video i i luckily got a video of the presenter like giving us like a little speech <laughs> about it like as everybody had to like go around like the right. the auditorium and like and present their <laughs> product and i forget what he said in this moment but i know it was perfect so i'll find it <laughs> um but anyway do you uh i think maybe a nice way to end this would be well two things first thing do you have a favorite memory from middle school you see that's hard i i can't i don't have anything off the top of my head uh middle school is a bittersweet moment it was hard work it was fun as well i i don't know i can't tell you a specific memory that i just have off the top of my head Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. Well, Honestly, what was your favorite grade. part of it, I guess? Sixth grade was the Not best because that's when I was actually like... Sixth grade! What What about... Wanting to... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it, but like sixth grade is when I was most enthusiastic about being in school. I actually liked going to school, you know? It, it kind of went downhill after sixth grade because it got more hard. Uh because they're just warming us up. Uh, I liked the dissections in biology. That was pretty fun. I thought it was pretty cool being the, like the sixth grader of my friend group because my, of my friends were at other schools not dissecting anything until like seventh grade or eighth grade, and I got to dissect something in sixth grade, and it was fun. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, what animals did you guys a dissect? Earthworm, a banana of all things, a starfish. I think that's it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's quite the plethora of, of dissections. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, 
are there before I ask you adv uh, advice? Um, are there any other things that you wanted to talk not about? That I can think of. Um, I mean, I do have some advice, but I, I see you're getting to that. So. <laughs> yeah. Noah, what is your advice for anybody entering into middle school or yeah, who's so already in middle school? What advice do you have for them? Middle school or who still haven't found their group of friends in middle school. Um, a lot of my sixth grade time was trying to find a group of friends and sort of being not me. Uh, so I'd say my advice is just act yourself be yourself and there are people who are going to come to you and people who you're going to groove with i mean i entered uh my middle school as a hyper plane loving nerd that couldn't talk anything other than planes and although it was hard finding a group of friends at the beginning i eventually did find a nice group of friends and i i, I was me you know, and I feel like that's super important to do is be you because you can't get a true group of friends before you show your true self. Yeah. No, that is beautiful advice. Thank you. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you were able to be yourself in yeah, middle school and, yeah, you know, got you some good connections. Um, well, awesome. Well, Noah, it's been lovely talking to you on this platform and um, definitely let me know if you ever awesome. want to come Thank back so on to talk me. about anything in particular. You are always welcome.